Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Chris is also committing to the team, and he's committing to the city. It will be a four-year deal. He's staying put for the full four years, and he'll be very involved in the community all year round. Well, I mean, again, you know, all I can do is tell him and, and you know, tell him what I what I mean and mean what I say. You know, I mean, I signed a four-year deal in order to uh, try to show the fact that uh, this is where I want to try to build a legacy. Chris Jones is back in Edmonton. He is hired today as the Elks general manager and head coach. And, of course, it will be his second stint with the franchise. He was the head coach in 2014 and 2015. In 2014, they went 12-6, and lost in the West Division final. And then, of course, in 2015, turned into a magical season. The team 6-4 and after a loss on Labor Day, won 10 consecutive games, including the Grey Cup. And as we were ramping up for the Grey Cup, we started to hear the rumblings. Chris Jones is going to leave. Chris Jones is going to go to Saskatchewan. He's going to be the head coach and GM there. And that's exactly what happened less than a week after winning the title with the double E. He was off to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders where he coached three seasons. They weren't very good his first season as he was kind of starting to rebuild them. They went 5-13, and 13, then 10-8 and eight in 2017, and 12-6 and six in 2018. And then he went to the NFL for a year with the Cleveland Browns. And uh, then he was coaching high school football in in Tennessee very recently, as in, in September. And then he joined the Toronto Argos as a defensive consultant, and now he's the head coach of the Elks. I asked Jones about these last few months. You know, I was at home and, and helping the high school there. I was coaching the high school football team, and then we went on like a three or four uh, week uh, COVID thing. We didn't know, you know, what was going to be our situation. And then all of a sudden, uh, the opportunity there in Toronto appeared. And so I decided to take that opportunity. I have a lot of really good friends on that staff. Uh, Ryan Danwitty and, and Penner were great to me. And uh, so it, I just went up there, and, and we uh, we did some good things. We fell a little bit short of our goal, but uh, we did some some decent things for that group all right so here's the thing with chris jones to me there is no doubt that he is an excellent cfl coach whether he's been a defensive coordinator or a head coach if you look at where he has gone there has been improvement either as a team or with his unit pretty much every stop he's ever had and he has been in the cfl a a while don't forget he first jumped on the scene back in 2002 with the montreal alouettes as a defensive line coach he was there till 07 spent some time with calgary 08 to 2011 defensive coordinator assistant head coach assistant director of player personnel had the last two jobs uh later in his tenure and before he joined edmonton as the head coach in 2014 He was defensive coordinator, assistant head coach, and assistant general manager with the Toronto Argos. So a a very experienced guy. And look, I I think if you're asking the question, 
well, how is the team going to play under Chris Jones? Look, I, I think we know how they're going to play. Uh, I'm sure he's going to uh, build a very good defense. I'm sure the special teams will be vastly improved. I don't think he's going to be overly involved in the offense. And I think that, uh, you know, at times I've, I've wondered about the offensive approaches of his team, but they actually can play pretty aggressively at times, depending on the situation. And so I think we're going to see some increased speed on the team. And uh, I, I think, you, you know, certainly with the special teams, I, I would expect a, a major difference. Really, we know this about Chris Jones. He wants the teams to play fast. The practices set that tempo for the team. And I'm going to talk about that as I go along tonight. And he finds players. I, I mean, he's got a good pipeline, especially to the southeastern United States. Uh, a lot of players who Sean here in, in 2014 and 2015, when he was here before, he had at least a hand in bringing to the team. Darrell Walker, certainly at the top of the list. So I think that we can definitely expect to see an improvement on the field. Will be will it be an improvement to the team being a great cup contender in 2022? Well, I'm not sure about that. They got a ways to go. I, I mean, we all suffered through it this year with the team going three to three and eleven, and quite frankly, being extremely outclassed in many of their games along the way. But here's the question I know many of you have about Chris Jones. Well, he's, you know, he's changed jobs a fair bit. He's, he's wanted to move up the ladder. He left before after just two years. After just two years, the team had just won the Grey Cup. Now, he, he left for a promotion, as we remember, to go to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders because he was going to be the GM and the head coach there. But still, nonetheless, he left. And I, I know that doesn't sit well with some people, including some season ticket holders in my life. Who are like, well, why are we bringing this guy back when he left before? Jones had this to say about loyalty and signing a four-year deal. Right. Well, I, again, it's uh, you know this is one of the flagship uh, organizations uh, in the league. You know, I mean, we had so much fun when we were here prior with our staff that was here all together. And again, it's an opportunity for us to come back and kind of cement our legacy as a, as a group and cement the legacy of, of this organization where, you know, get it where it should be. And that's winning football games and being ultra competitive all the time, both in practice and in games. And so we, uh, we thought about it for a long time. We talked about it with the family and this is the right, you know, right situation for myself. Uh, it's the right situation, uh, for the, for the team and, uh, just got excited to get started. Quite honestly, you know, we're sitting here in December and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're anxious to get this thing going. And uh, so with that being said, I mean, that's a, that's the biggest thing I can say. I mean, we've been part of a lot of different rebuilds, as, as Ian mentioned earlier. Um, you know, we've we've been at different levels and, and gotten promotions and been able to move and that type of thing. And, you know, now it's time to, to do like Wally and Huff and some of those guys, and let's do it for a long period of time and, and have fun doing it. And that's kind of, that's our goal. Okay, so referencing a couple of people there who have been incredibly successful in the Canadian Football League, Wally Buono, who actually has had extended stints with two teams. He was with the Stampeders for a long time before going on to be with the BC Lions, and John Huffnagel, who's been synonymous with the uh, Calgary Stampeders for about the last 13 or 14 years. So that's what he's saying, that at age 54, he's got the job he wants in the place he wants it, and he's here for four years and maybe beyond to build a legacy. Now, I get it if you're sitting there saying, well, wait a minute, when has he ever done that before? I can't argue with you. 
because I can't predict the future. All I can tell you is what he's saying today and uh, and what the deal is with the team that they, they, they've they've signed him for four years they believe he's going to be here at least four years chris jones is saying he, he's going to be here at least four years i guess we can't totally know the answer to that until we get to the uh i mean what he's going to be at 22 23 24 20, i guess until after the gray cup in november of 2025 that's when we'll really know if uh, if Chris Jones was ready to stay here for four years and commit to it. He says he is. He says he is. He says this is the place he wants to be. So that's going to be one of the stories is, you know, at the end of every year, is Chris Jones looking around? Does he want to, you know, still try to squeeze into the NFL? Or is there a better opportunity in the CFL? Who knows? I, I get it that that's going to make people nervous. I can't argue with you, but I can just tell you what Jones is saying today, that he wants to build a legacy by being here for a long time. That's what he's saying. He was also asked today, all right, so you were last in Edmonton in 2015. What's different about you since then? Older. Yeah. <laughs> what, is there a lot different, I think, about your personality maybe? Yeah, you know what? I mean, uh, again, when you're a first-time, you know, head football coach, you know, it's uh, you're you're – you full of yourself a little bit, you know. So I mean, you, you figure out some mistakes you, that you've made, and I've made I've made plenty of them. I'm human, and made a lot of mistakes over the course of, of my career. And you learn from them, and, and you decide, you know, what's good for your team and what ain't. And uh, and so that's kind of I think probably the biggest thing is I'm a little bit more you know seasoned than I was when I was here prior. All right. Well, he's and again, he's had the experience of being the coach and general manager in Saskatchewan. Look, it wasn't always smooth sailing in Saskatchewan. Um, you know, hopefully there were some issues from that tenure that are not going to surface again. I mean, we heard the stories about the number of players he was uh, keeping around that weren't under contract, but were sort of hanging out in Saskatchewan and, and being around the team just in case and uh, all the coaches that he hired. And that led to, that was a big reason why they, that some teams around the league wanted to put in a, a salary cap on coaches and uh, and personnel like that that stems from some of the things chris jones chris jones was doing in saskatchewan so hopefully we don't have those issues here with uh, the edmonton elks so the team had an awful year three and eleven as we all know so where does he begin with the personnel changes and again, that'll be something, you know, the staff's already, you know, I've got some guys that, hey, we talked about it. If, you know, we need to hit the ground running. So if this were to come to fruition, you need to have a good idea about your position. So they've been looking at the personnel and that kind of thing, because that's that's the biggest thing. you got to have great players and you got to have great coaches. And if you do that type of thing and everybody's pulling in the same direction, then, um, then it, it usually works out pretty good. All right, so there's some of the headline comments from Chris Jones today. We'll hear more from him, a little bit from Ian Murray, the chairman of the board for the Edmonton Elks. We uh, have some perspective from Blake Dermott, our Elks analyst here on 630 Ched. You're going to hear from Matt O'Donnell, who uh, has played for Chris Jones, or won the Cup in 2015. Ryan King won the Cup in 2015. Adarius Bowman is going to be on the show tonight between 7 and 7.30, former receiver for the Green and Gold. His memories of playing for Chris Jones. And, of course, a great night to hear from you as we get this big news. 780-496-0063 is how you can reach out by texting or calling. It is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, professional-grade building materials. Also, you can... Get me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. And of course, the email inside sports at 630 Ched.com. Chris Jones is back. What do you think? How are you feeling? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you concerned? It's Inside Sports on Chet. Okay, thanks for tuning in. A couple of NFL games going on that were pushed back from the weekend. Seattle and the Rams 3-3. That is at halftime. Late in the first half, Washington leading Philadelphia 10-3. Just one NHL game today before the league pauses for a few days. It doesn't start till after this show is done. Tampa Bay at Vegas. Of course, uh, one of the headlines here in Edmonton today is Chris Jones is indeed hired as the head coach and general manager of the Edmonton Elks. Going to be his second tenure with the team. We'll go to the Certainty Hotline, 780-496-0063, and welcome Daniel to the show. Daniel, thanks for listening. What's going on, man? Oh, my pleasure, Reed. Outstanding show. Uh, I listen to it almost nightly, and I, I can't thank you enough for, the, for that. Well, thank uh, you. Secondly, uh, wish you a Merry Christmas. You too. And getting on to the uh, to the big news, I am absolutely ecstatic. Um, I don't think there is a better candidate. Uh, I don't think there's any certainties. You know, I mean, yes, you know, there's been discussions, and I understand what people are saying. But I think that uh, anybody coming here, you know, things can happen in life that change life for you. You know, I mean, I certainly hope he's here for. As long as the that the the pretense that we hired him under that he's here for that full length, but I don't think there's any guarantees. And to be honest with you, since uh, the firing of the previous staff, he was the first person that came to my mind. And uh, I have a lot of faith in his his knowledge and his ability. And uh, I'm a pretty happy yes, yes, elk fan. Sorry, <laughs> I'm dating myself. No, that's okay. That's okay. We're, we're some of us. We're we're all still getting used to the new name a little bit. Daniel, I appreciate you calling, buddy. Appreciate it. All the best to you. Yeah, you take care. Bye bye. All right. Well, Daniel's very enthusiastic about Chris Jones coming back. We're going to see how Dwayne feels as well on the Certainty Hotline. Dwayne, you're on with Reed. Go ahead, sir. I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, the guy left us high and dry. How many years ago? Like, wow. And he went to Saskatchewan of all places to do what we're asking him to do now. And how did he end in Saskatchewan? Like, is yeah, it he really He took the job with the Browns, right? He took the job with the Browns, yeah. So, so, so another NFL team comes up. Is he going to leave us high and dry again? I don't know. You know, it's like you went to the dance with one person and left with the other. You know, a little shell shock still. But well, that would be, I think that would be my primary, keep keep Dwayne up on the line here for a second here, Kellen, in case he wants to respond. I, I think that might be my concern. Like, I don't think he would go to a different CFL franchise for the same job. Like, why? If, if things are yeah. going well here. Does he well, have the I'm, NFL con? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. What I'm scared of is he's going he's gonna to run again for the NFL. 
And, you know, and if we're going to, if we're going to recycle people, you know, Ed Hervey was pretty darn good. You know, as a GM, why wouldn't we have brought him back? I honestly, Dwayne, I, I, I've been asked that a lot. I think the bridges are burned between some people in the Elks organization and Ed, and probably with Wally Bono as well, because it didn't end well for Ed with the BC Lions either, if I look at what happened there. You know yeah, what I mean? well, they fired, they fired Herbie because they said, I remember this, winning isn't the only thing. Huh? You're a professional sports organization. Winning's the only thing. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. That was Len Rhodes that said it. He'd, he'd probably take it back if he could. But but again, I don't I don't think Ed was. Well, I know Ed wasn't considered for the job. So take that for yeah. what it's worth, man. I appreciate All it, right, Dwayne. Well, enjoy your show. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Ben. I appreciate it. Okay, I'll tell you what. Uh, Doug is up next. But, Doug, I got to take a commercial break quite soon. So, therefore, I'm just going to ask you to hold through the news so I don't have to shorten your phone call. Uh, so we'll get you on right after the 6.30 news. I can also tell you this today. The uh, World Juniors, it's going to be half capacity for the games in Edmonton and Red Deer Hockey Canada saying that ticket holders will be contacted by the end of the day on Thursday. That's December 23rd. And uh, Oilers ticket holders will be contacted by the end of day on Thursday, December 30th. The Oilers obviously don't play a home game now into uh into january so if you have oilers tickets or world juniors tickets you just got to be patient for a couple days or uh, a little over a week and you will find out what's happening with your tickets since the facilities are going down to half capacity all right quick timeout. chris jones is back our lines are open 780-496-0063 it's inside sports on chet Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.